What I'm going to be talking about today is how to stop overthinking and this problem that virtually everybody has in life of simply thinking too much and being plagued by the addictive behaviour of overthinking. So today I'll be covering why we overthink, but also how to deal with that problem and bring it to an end. The reason this is quite important, or very important, is that the problems in our life caused by overthinking are extreme. In fact, our overthinking makes problems out of things in our life that otherwise are not problems at all. So when are you likely to think about an interaction or a circumstance after it has occurred, is one question. And the second question is, when are you most likely not to? When you are satisfied and secure in the outcome, you'll find that you no longer have the drive or the need or the disturbance within yourself to cause you to continue thinking about the circumstance that you've just engaged in. When you're unsatisfied and unable to relax with or accept the outcome of any situation, you continue thinking about it. So it's when you feel calm inside or when you feel calm about what it is that's just occurred, that you feel no need to continue thinking about it. But when you feel disturbed, upset, fearful, unresolved, or unable to accept the outcome of a situation, you just can't stop thinking about it. So what is it that is actually driving this thinking? The situation that you're thinking about that's already passed, it's not there anymore. All that remains is the disturbance within you from your dissatisfaction from that situation. And the disturbance within you is real, where the situation doesn't exist anymore, it's over. So that can't be affecting you. What is affecting you has to be the real thing. And only when you recognise the real thing that's affecting you and deal with that can you get a resolution. So what is it that keeps you overthinking? It is the disturbance felt in your body somewhere that drives your continuous thinking. That disturbance is natural and normal, but we avoid those disturbances and rather than understand how to resolve those disturbances, we keep thinking about the situation that disturbed us in the hope that we're going to find a better way of thinking about it or a resolution or get our own way. But so often the situation is already over and there's not much you can do about it. And how it's left you feeling, there's not much you can do about that either. That's the way it's left you feeling. The ignorance or the problem that is prevalent in society is a complete misunderstanding of the significance of how life makes you feel and what to do with those feelings. So the solution to bring about an end to your overthinking 
is essentially to resolve the cause of that overthinking, which mostly you think is what the person has done or what you've been through and the lack of resolution there. But in fact, it's not that at all. What is causing you to overthink is the disturbance in your body that remains from that unsatisfactory situation. So the solution to end or reduce the disturbances is not more thinking. More thinking adds to and prolongs it. The solution is simply the last thing you want to do, but the thing you need to do, and that is simply feel the disturbance. Not think about the disturbance. That's thinking about the situation. No, I'm talking about how did that situation leave you feeling purely as a sensation deeper beneath all your thinking in the body of you? Feeling the disturbance deeper beneath all that thinking in the body is the correct alternative to more thinking, and this will work. You won't like to feel it, but it doesn't really matter whether you like to feel it or not. It's what you need to feel, and you are feeling it anyway, even if you're ignoring it. If you weren't feeling it, you wouldn't still be overthinking about the situation that has caused you an upset. So clearly, you're still feeling it. So the solution to that overthinking is to remove the energy or disperse the energy or dissolve the energy that is driving that thinking. And the energy that is driving that thinking is the disturbing feeling remaining within the body of you. Just feeling that, regardless of whether you like it or not, is how you disperse, absorb, or dissolve the energy of that feeling. And once that's occurred, the driving force behind your complaints of what's happened, your thinking about what's disturbed you, it's come to an end. And it's quite curious that As you are less disturbed about a thing, so your complaints about it, your conviction of how much you dislike it, becomes less and less. When you are very disturbed, you'll find yourself coming up with very strong opinions and very strong reasons as to why something is not so good. And once that disturbance is resolved, you don't mind. You don't care anymore. So it's not the thing that's happened or the situation, but the way that you feel deeper in that, inside of you, that is causing your overthinking. When are you overthinking? Is one question to understand. And the other is why are you overthinking? Which we've already touched on a bit. Okay, it's important to understand what purpose thinking fulfills in life, what it is for, and what it cannot fulfill or what it is not for. Because if you try and use thinking for what it's not intended, you'll frustrate yourself. If you try and use anything for what it's not intended, you won't be very successful. You have many functions and thinking is only one of them. But its overuse has replaced or become an attempt to replace other functions that are extremely important in our life that we we no longer use sufficiently or effectively or enough in our life. And I'm going to be talking about this clearly today. 
Thinking is a mechanical process reliant on certain facts and information from which we formulate and determine our actions and also navigate the practical mechanical situations in our life. For example, if you're going to cook a, a, a meal for yourself, then you need some mechanical information. You need to learn something in order to be able to cook that meal. Or if you're going to build something, again, you need mechanical, factual information on how to build that something. If you're going to drive a car, you need mechanical, thought-based information to drive that car. You can't cook or build or drive purely on a feeling. You need factual information to bring about success in a mechanical task. So this is what thinking is for. Also, thinking is for when I ask directions to the shop and you tell me. I act on those facts and it works well. More overthinking is unnecessary as you have already got the satisfaction or I've already got the satisfaction of your answer to my question, which is, where is the shop? And so I simply act on that. Thinking works well for these purposes of the basic functions for living out our lives. However, Thinking is not for everything. Thinking is not for understanding or resolving anything deeper than the action level of our lives. It cannot resolve the level of living problems, of sadness, of grief, of sorrows. It cannot understand or know yourself. Or all the unknowable things such as thinking about the future thought can't know the future or everything that falls into the realm of spirituality religious or mystical answers to life this too is just thinking but thinking about nothing this is where thinking becomes fantasizing no longer related to known and knowable facts and so it becomes very ineffective these Fantasies, mystical answers to life, don't actually resolve our problems because they're thoughts about nothing that actually exists, nothing that we can actually make use of. So the misuse of thinking and the overuse of thinking has come about through our disturbance with how we feel and not knowing that we can take care of that and what that is really for. Basically, all of our overthinking, including our mystical thinking and, and fan, fanciful thinking, is driven by an underlying distress held deeper within us, within our body. It's going to be either current daily distress or it could be older distress, such as the unresolved hurts of distress from our life, like a child um, losing a parent, which may leave you feeling at a loss or emptiness or sadness or anxiety ever since that event occurred. And even though you're an adult, you still feel that effect inside of you caused by the loss of a parent when you're a child. So you have your day-to-day -day current daily distresses and you have your lifelong distresses. Either both of these exist as a feeling a sensation within the body of you and either make up how it feels to be you that day. 
So the solution to the current daily distresses uh, is not more thinking. Although we try this, this more thinking is trying to find the solution, but really it's that more thinking is a reaction to the problem and a reaction is more complaint. Unless it's a mechanical problem that you can find a mechanical solution to, if it goes beyond that into a personal, living, feeling problem, all the thinking is going to do is keep you disturbed and unsatisfied. But by feeling the underlying physical disturbance of the nervousness or the anxiety or, or whatever the feeling is, beneath all of that thinking, deeper within the body itself, within the body of you, by feeling all of that, it will come to an end. And this is how you will resolve the stresses of daily life. Not by thinking about the things that disturbed you, but by going deeper into the disturbance remaining within you, which is the result of your daily life. Feeling that for a while is real meditation. That feeling that relieves you, the body, of that distress and relieves you of the reason to continue thinking about whatever bothered you that day. If it's no longer harboured as distress within you, it is no longer bothering you on that day. And the second, which is the older or unresolved hurts of lifelong experiences, these are deeper and even more familiar distresses to you, which you have not known how to get over, or even that you can get over these. The things that really hurt us in life, due to our poor understanding of the human being, we often simply opt for the decision that well, there's nothing you can do about it, you've just got to live with it. But it's not actually quite correct. There's a lot you can do about it, but just not through what you're used to using, which is the thought process, not through analysis, not through intellectualizing, not through trying to get rid of it, actually. However you've been left feeling as a result of some trauma in your life, you're not going to get rid of it but you are going to resolve it. There is a difference. To get rid of it is to apply some understanding to feel better about it, to deal with it, to rationalise it, to think about it in a different way in an attempt to change how you feel about it. It doesn't work, of course. It's ridiculous. You feel about it the way you do because it hurts you in that way. So can you resolve that hurt? Can you actually get to a point where that hurt from some deeply distressing experience in your past left inside of you? You can, but not through thinking about it. That's not what thinking is for. So these deeper stresses are more familiar to you because you're used to feeling that way throughout your life from time to time, but never really knowing how to get over that. The solution is to identify and familiarize with where you feel these feelings in your body. And whenever your habitual anxiousness or known distress from your life or misery arises, don't think about it 
Don't overthink it. Go deeper than that into the feeling of it itself. Into the feeling within your body, which is the underlying physical disturbance of everything you think about. As long as you think about it, so you will prolong the distress unnaturally and painfully. So I'm not saying don't think about it. You can't stop yourself from thinking about the things you think about. The very act of trying to stop yourself from thinking about the things that disturb you is going to be thinking about those things in order to try and stop them. No. Don't worry about that thinking. Simply go deeper into yourself, beneath the shallowness of all that thinking, into the disturbance itself. For that is the fuel behind that thinking. And stay with the disturbance of that, feeling it in your body for as long as it lasts, or for as long as you can or want to. And you'll find that it will lessen. Each time you come into contact with that, you'll be more at ease with that. And also the intensity of that will become lesser and lesser and lesser. And then when life stirs that feeling within you, you'll find yourself being more at ease with that feeling inside of you also causes, enables you to be more at ease with whatever outside of you has triggered it. But as long as you harbour underlying, unresolved distress, there will be overthinking. For the human being, in its current state of social anxiety, there is a constant undercurrent of thinking activity within. Whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not, you are constantly churning out thoughts after thoughts in various forms, colours, intensities, images, complaints and comparisons, both from, from within your own distress, but also when your own distress is stirred up by the external pressures from others. So why are you doing this? Why are you so easily affected by external pressures? It's because you don't know yourself. You have no real or felt sense of yourself and so lack appreciation of and satisfaction with being yourself. So you search outside of yourself to get some idea of who you should be or what you should be like. You're open to others' opinions and influences, which doesn't satisfy that search. So you search for more, and that search is endless overthinking. Endless because through thinking you will never discover, you will never sense and know yourself. So appreciation and satisfaction with being yourself is unattained and unattainable through any form or level of thinking. Appreciation and satisfaction with being yourself is also unattainable from others. You have to find this for and from yourself. Whether you contemplate enlightenment or the latest fashion, neither will take you to yourself. Both are an endless searching for more and more and more 
in an unconscious effort to build up your idea of yourself or to find yourself. I say unconscious because you don't, you don't really realise that it's the emptiness, not really feeling you know yourself, that causes you to continue looking for more and opens you to being easily affected and, and uh, influenced by external pressures. Once you have a sense of yourself, you'll find those external influences and pressures don't even touch you. They are seen to be shallow and superficial and insignificant. It's this continuous search for more, which is all overthinking really is. And that gives you a fleeting feeling or a felt illusion of being who you think you are. But this is driven by a deeper underlying sense of lack. To resolve this sense of lacking and the overthinking or the search for more, you need to go deeper into your very own natural state, which you already have. It's going on and ongoing within you all the time. But you overlook it and do not yet realise or understand the benefits and the need you will discover your very own natural state simply in the activity of your underlying physical feelings or sense of yourself, which is also combined with the activities of all your senses which connect you, your sense of you, with the world around you and connect you with everyone and everything relevant to you in each day of your life. So to sink beneath all the overthinking into this natural, organic and live sense of your physical you and to simply experience or and even enjoy the natural function of just listening or just looking or just smelling or just feeling. Just feeling the surface of your skin in contact with the air around you. Sensing any one or all of these sensory functions, you will find yourself connecting and feeling connected from within yourself, within the inner felt sense of your bodily self and out into the entire world around you. By coming back to this or going deeper beneath your thinking into the physical sense of yourself, at first it may seem quite uh, uneventful because you're a little numb to it so the full uh, fullness and the intensity of it is unavailable to you at this point simply because you are quite desensitized and you're desensitized because of overthinking but the more you come back to this felt sense of yourself deep within the body and come back to the use of your sense organs just for being receptive to the world around you the more you will resensitize and the fullness and the intensity of what it feels like to really be you in the body will become available to you once again. And in that, you will feel a fulfillment in just being you. And when you come back to this felt sense of yourself and your sense organs, which is deeper and occurs before thinking ever even eventuates, you will find a silence 
which is beyond or beneath all the overthinking and it will give you a deeper, fulfilling and very unique knowing of you, of feeling what it is to be you, not just superficially thinking about you. You'll notice that all thinking about yourself is actually a search for more understanding of yourself and it's never ending. Whereas all sensing of yourself back in the body is the end of that search. Although there may be some desensitization as a result of all that thinking and all that confusion, you will find the more you come back to this, the more you will find you're resensitizing to yourself and therefore your understanding and appreciation and fulfillment and enjoyment of being yourself just as you are beyond what any social construct or social concept puts on you, you'll find that fulfilling. So whenever you can't stop thinking or you're stressing over something or you're just driven mad by too much thinking, the solution is really simple. It's to feel what is unsettled or disturbed within you or just something which is overlooked deeper within you in the body of you. In there, inside your skin, you will feel and know a true and actually real sense of you as you are just now. And as you are just now is untainted and uninfluenced by what you or others think about you or how society and social media says you should be. It's, it's as you are, regardless of whether that matches up with how you should be. And as you are is what I'm talking about. Get in touch with as you are, regardless of whether it matches up with how you think or have been taught to think you should be. And how you do this is simply go deeper beneath all that nonsense, all that madness of overthinking. Deeper into the living, feeling, animal sense of you and of your sense organs interactive and receptive to the world around you. In this way, try it and you'll find for yourself it'll stop your thinking. It'll stop your overthinking. But then what happens is you think it's important to overthink. You think the topic of your thinking is of some value to you. It's going to solve your problem. It's not going to solve your problem. It is your problem. It makes a problem out of things which aren't a problem simply by the fact of how you think about them. What I'm offering to you here is a way to find out for and from yourself whether it really is a problem for you what you're thinking about about yourself. Whether you really are at odds with something within yourself or how it is to be you. You're not going to know that through thinking about it because your thinking about it is a judgment of it based on social media, based on social constructs and ideas and other belief systems. None of this is about you. This is imposed on you. So you may continue back to your thinking, oh, no, I've got to think about this. I've got to work that out. I've got to find a solution. I've still got to change myself. It's all very well just to feel myself, but I've got to change myself. And I'm saying to you, if you really feel how it feels to be you in the body, until that disturbance of being you settles down, at that point, you'll have no more urge or need to change yourself at all. But you have to find that out for yourself.
So try it. When you find yourself overthinking, prove it to yourself that you can stop by simply listening. Just come back to the sensation in your ears of listening. That's one simple thing. Any action of any sense organ that you attune to, you'll find no thinking is there. Thinking comes after that. You hear a sound and you think about the sound, but before you think about the sound, you already have the sound. You already know the sound as a sensation in your ears. That's the point where you will come to know what it feels like to be you. Now, there's one other very significant cause of overthinking. In fact, almost all of your overthinking is due to this. And that is thinking about others. Thinking about others is what makes up most of your overthinking. And this is actually an escape from the disturbance underlying and within yourself. Your thinking about others is an escape from your own underlying insecurity. And ironically, you will only find relief from that insecurity by feeling the insecurity or the sense of being insecure as it feels inside of you. By feeling how that feels inside of you, only feeling that beneath the thoughts of others that drives, that uh, your insecurity drives you to think. Only by coming back to the driving force of your insecurity and your desire for others to like you or see you or recognise you or think a certain way about you, it's all your insecurity. Just come back to that feeling of how it feels in your insecurity. You have to feel that to release yourself from the thoughts of others. You will only worsen your insecurity through thinking about and comparing yourself with others. Try it. You, you want to test it for yourself, you'll find it out very easily. Compare yourself with somebody who, looks, who you think is more beautiful than you or more you know, developed than you and see how that makes you feel. Up until you compared yourself with that person, you didn't feel like that bad at all. It's the comparison between you and the ideal of someone else or something that you have been taught to think is better than you that causes you to feel insecure. And it's only by coming back to the experience of yourself as you are that you will re-establish or perhaps for the first time find a sense of security and satisfaction in the fullness of being you. You only think about and worsen your insecurity by thinking about other people because you lack your own felt sense of yourself. So recovering this, your own felt sense of yourself, in the body and in the senses, is your remedy for thinking about others and is your remedy for any insecurity you feel. And therefore, ultimately, coming back to your own sense of yourself every time you find yourself plagued by overthinking or disturbing thoughts, going beneath this into the feeling of you in the body, regardless of whether you like that feeling or not. That is how you're going to dissipate and burn out the driving force behind all of that thinking. And the thinking itself will come to an end. So do it. The only reason you won't do this is because you don't like how it feels to be inside of you. You're going to have to 
Put up with that for a little while. You will only dislike how it feels to be you for a while. Just keep feeling that and eventually you'll find the disturbance with feeling how it feels to be you will dissipate simply and only by feeling it exactly as it is. The solution to the problem is in the problem itself and the problem itself is how it feels to be you which turns into too much thinking about how to be better than what you are. And you only think about how to be better than what you are because you haven't resolved how it feels in the distresses harboured inside of you. So feel these. Give them a chance to resolve. This is another function other than thinking and a very essential function in our life, which is lacking, severely lacking in the human species. The underlying or physical feeling or sensation of yourself and the activity of all your senses connecting you to the world is what it is to be uniquely you. This is the only real knowing you have of you. Everything else is just thinking. And thinking, you learn all that thinking from others. It's just their thoughts and not even your thoughts. Do you ever think your own thoughts? Never. You think the thoughts you've been taught to think. But you have your own sense of yourself. That is all you have that is yours. That's all you have that is real to you. That is all you have that is related to knowing you as you are. All you have in that sense is you. The rest is a surface of activity of all you've been taught to think about you and the world. And it is all that nonsense that makes up your constant overthinking, which becomes your search to resolve a disturbance which is actually prolonged by your search. And that comes about out of the dissatisfaction of never achieving that. Your natural state is not some self-realised or God-realised or enlightenment, nor, nor is it anything society tells you you should be. It doesn't matter what you achieve according to society's goals and ideals. That's not going to give you what I'm talking about here. That will go on forever. What society says about you is not going to help you. It's what you discover for yourself that's going to help you. So it's nothing. Your natural state is nothing that you haven't already got. It's not about self-realisation. It's not about enlightenment. It's not about what society tells you to be. It's not a thing to be achieved or worked towards. You do not need to improve yourself to have that, towards attaining that. It's already there. It is in the live state of you. It is in your felt living experience of your sensory body and of your senses. And without the upsetting interference of yours or other thoughts about you, you have your sense of you deep inside your body. And this will ultimately is the way to bring an end to overthinking. So try it out for yourself. Over and over again, persist. Don't try and deal with your overthinking through more thinking about it or more resolutions. Essentially, you are overthinking because underneath that thinking in the body of you, you feel some disturbance. And that disturbance, once it's resolved, will be the end of the, what drives your overthinking. But give it a chance. It's not just thinking that you need for living. You also need to learn what it is to truly feel without thinking interfering. And that is to come back to the physical felt feeling of you wherever you feel it in your body, no matter how disturbing it is, 
and feel that for a while. Every time you are plagued by your thinking, come back to your sensing. And that will bring an end to your overthinking.